Welcome to the most must-see and must-listen-to football podcast in the history of the world. Welcome to Into the Net FC, the greatest football podcast in the history of the world. You all know who I am, so I do not need to introduce myself, but ladies and gentlemen, once again, Manchester City has embarrassed Manchester United. To be honest with you, it's no surprise at all. It's no surprise that Manchester City got the win. To be honest with you, if there's anything surprising, it's the fact that Manchester City did not score more goals because they could have definitely should have. So Manchester United is somewhat fortunate that they lost at home at Old Trafford only 3-2-0. Because again, it could have been a whole lot worse and quite frankly, it should have been a whole lot worse. How many times have I said it? That there's no hope whatsoever. And that I'm not surprised. Okay? I'm not surprised at all that this happened. Now, my good buddy, the fiercely opinionated Mr. Jossick Swain, who of course is a strong supporter of Manchester United, is of course currently on strike. Because he is so unhappy, he is so frustrated, and he's basically said as long as the Glazers are around, he's on protest. He's on strike. You can't blame the guy. But, we don't, you know, at the end of the day, you know, some people, some people even insist that even if the change of ownership takes place, it's not going to change a thing. Right now, honestly, as long as the Glazers are around, then, you know, I mean, yeah. Anyway. <sighs> Nothing went right for this team. Nothing at all. Like, no defense. You know, no, like, in the passing and the ball control. I mean, nothing was going right. So, I mean, how many times have I said, like, there's no hope? I mean, there's no motivation. There's no vision. There's no aggression. There's no mindset. There's nothing. Nothing. And I've said, this is not the first time I'm saying this. I've been saying this for a while. So I'm practically just repeating myself. <laughs> because at the end of the day, what else, is there like, what, else, what else is there to say about this Manchester United club? The team is awful. And despite all that talent, all that talent, the team is awful. Unmotivated unconcentrated they don't even want to play the game you ask yourself two things do they not know how to play the game or do they not know or, or do they not want to play the game honestly i think it's a combination of both but i would lean more on the fact that they do not want to play the game eric ten Hag, i still feel is a good manager now, I have not spoken to Josh about this, but I'm starting to really come to the point where the Glazers is not really going to be an excuse for him anymore. He can't rely on the pressure from the Glazers, you know, moving forward. As good as I think as Eric Ten Hag is as manager, he needs to take some responsibility for this. And not only him, but the players as well. So, you know, and what really... What really concerns me and what truly is frustrating is the fact that Eric Ten Hag is basically the scapegoat for the Glazers and if things continue to go the way they are and if they only get worse, which I believe they will only get worse, Eric Ten Hag is going to be out of a job. And when that happens, I'm just going to immediately declare it does not matter who, who they bring in. It does not matter at all because the same thing is going to happen because again, I am 1000% firm on the fact that as long as the Glazers are in charge, there is no hope whatsoever. 
And quite frankly, Manchester City, they love that, don't they? <laughs> Manchester City has been in complete control for God knows how long. And they say, of course, in Manchester United's case, it's not easy to replace a legend. Of course, we're talking about the one and only the great Sir Alex Ferguson. Because every single person that has tried to succeed him has ultimately failed. Ultimately failed big time. Oh, man. So, it's a very unfortunate set of circumstances, folks. But honestly, at the end of the day, it's the God's honest truth. Now, honestly, the fact, the fact that, again, that the result was only 3-0, to zero, I mean... That is somewhat of a minor miracle for Manchester United because honestly, like I said, it could have been worse and honestly, it should have been worse. Because huh. I am looking at the statistics right now. The fact that Ma that Manchester City had four big chances missed, or quite frankly, in my case, I should say at least four big chances missed. So it could have, <laughs> if they had converted those chances, it could have been seven to zero. Now Manchester United did actually, in fact, have one big chance missed. And it doesn't surprise me that they could not cash that in. Because Manchester United has an inability to finish. An annoying tendency and a habit to be unable to finish. So, uh, I mean, the fact that Andre Onana was somehow the best player in this one because he registered a total of seven saves. The fact that the goalie is the best player on the team during this game... That right there is completely and absolutely pathetic. I mean, again, this team does not want to play. But then again, there's the debate. They don't want to play or they just don't know how to play. But really, at the end of the day, what's the difference, right? Because, you know, looking at the lineup, when I, when I saw the lineup, I was like, well, this is not good. Because the fact that Harry Maguire was starting in this one, well, that's already uh, that's already a big, math, massive thumbs down right there. But, of course, you know, you, 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 know, of course you see... Rasmus Holian and Eric Holland in the respective number nine positions for the respective clubs. You know, this is something that's supposed to be exciting. And we're supposed to see a competitive match, but we didn't, you know. You know, and honestly, utilize, seeing that both clubs utilize the same formation, four defenders, two midfielders, three forwards, and a, and a sole striker, which of course is the number nine. Eric, uh, Erling Holland was, was, of course, deployed as the number nine for Manchester City, while Rasmus Holian was deployed for Manchester United. And seeing Marcus Rashford, you know, on one side, and then Bruno Fernandes on the other side, and then Scott McTominay on, in the center, in the forwards, I mean, this is something that's supposed to be exciting. So, you know, and, and seeing Anthony, and not, not even, it wasn't even in the game, I mean, you know, that didn't help at all. You know, Mason Mount, you know, came in, you know, early off in the second half, and, you know, that really didn't do much. And, and Anthony ended up coming in late in the game, but, again, it, it didn't produce anything, and... Alejandro Garnacho and Anthony Martial couldn't do anything, so... I mean, the attack was just so absolutely bland. I mean, no attack, no midfield strength, you know, no defensive efforts. Nothing! Nothing! This team could not do anything! And again, like I said, Andre Onana, the best player, on the, uh, best player for this game, for the club? When the goalkeeper is the best player? Like, what the hell is that? That's unacceptable! That's pathetic! <laughs> Again, these other players, they don't want to play the game. They're unmotivated. Nothing's going right for Manchester United. And Manchester City took advantage of it. I can't say they took complete advantage of it because, again, the score could have been a whole lot worse than it is now. I mean, Manchester City probably should have won at least 5-0. to zero. Now, they're not going to capitalize on every chance, of course. 
They're not going to capitalize on every shot on goal, of course, but still. At the very least, the final score should have been 5-0 for Manchester City. So, so this, despite the fact that, you know, and Erling Haaland you know, scoring a brace, you know, of, of course, you know, he opened the goal, the score for Man City on a penalty, and then um, had a second one with an, with an assist from Bernardo Silva, and Erling Haaland, excuse me, er, Erling Haaland um, actually provided the assist to the third goal to Phil Foden, so... So Manchester City did everything that Manchester United cannot do. Manchester City played well as a team, as a cohesive unit, and Manchester United failed miserably at just that. And Manchester United paid the freaking price. Huh. I mean, look at it. You know, oh, you know what? For Manchester City, 10 shots on target. 10 shots on target and, and, all, and four big chances missed. I mean, again, you know, honestly, I say it should have been at least 5 nothing. You know what? Honestly... Let me take it up a notch. It probably should have been 7-0 for Manchester City. So Manchester United is only is really fortunate. The only positive outcome out of this is the fact that they didn't, they didn't cough up more goals when they very easily could have. At least Andre Onana stepped up to the plate. Because nobody else did. Manchester, excuse me, Manchester United, they should be ashamed of themselves just how poorly they are. I understand the injuries are a problem. Okay, but still. Step up to the challenge. Do something. For God's sake, you're, you're just going to throw in the towel and let yourself get embarrassed like that? Seriously. That right there solidifies my claim. They do not want to play. They don't want to play the game. Huh. Ugh. It, this, is, this is just absolutely beyond comprehension. I mean, what the hell is Manchester United doing? Seriously, the injuries are a problem, but still, they could have still made somewhat of a difference. They still could have pulled it off if they had tried. I really believe it. If Manchester United had the courage, had the guts, and actually had the commitment, and had a very positive mindset, and had a basically an ability to play, they probably would have pulled it off. <laughs> and they didn't do it. So Manchester United getting this loss, they absolutely deserve it. Okay, And honestly, like I said, it's only going to get worse. I mean, nothing went right for the same. I mean, the fact that there was 24 clearances is probably, I guess, another good thing. 24 clearances by the defense, but still. Other than that, you know, the 24 clearances and the 7 saves? Other than that, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And, and for Manchester City, honestly, I would imagine that the frustrating part for them is that they played a game and there was very little to no competition because Manchester City... A great of a team that they are, you know, they're, they're the kind of team that would thrive on a challenge. That they want competition. And the fact that they didn't get it in this uh, in this uh, traditional Manchester Derby, I mean, that's got to be bad for them, too. So, but then again, nowadays, I would say, well, if, if you're looking for a challenge, then uh, you, you, you should never count on Manchester United for that. <laughs> Manchester United can never provide a challenge, so... So this was match day uh, out of 38, so there's still plenty of, of football left to play, but still, for Manchester United, it's not going to get better. Honestly, right now, I am still firm on the fact that Manchester United is not going to qualify for the Champions League nor the Europa League, so... And quite frankly, Manchester United, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve to be in the Champions League next year. They don't deserve to be in the Europa League. I mean, honestly... What do they, I mean, you know, some would say maybe, you know what, if they were close to the relegation, it would be their damn fault. So, now, now I'm almost going as far as to say that Manchester United should, deserves to be relegated to the second tier of English football.
Now, I'm not going to take it that far, but if Manchester United finishes below fifth, well, it's deserved. It's their damn fault. If, if they want to do something about it, well, then they got to do something about it. They got to make the adjustments. They got to get their act together. But again, it starts off with the ownership, but we can't continue to blame the ownership for this kind of thing. But at the end of the day, it does start with the ownership, but again, can't just keep blaming them. Because at the end of the day, we, what we have to remi remind ourselves of is that Manchester United does in fact have some respectable talent. And again, if they had just tried, if they had a little bit more courage, if they had a focus and a positive mindset, I think they would have won this game. They didn't. Instead, they got embarrassed. They deserved it. It's their own damn fault. So moving forward, honestly, I don't even I don't even know what to expect. Now, a quick run of the uh, of the current standings of the English Premier League. Well, Tottenham being on top and Tottenham being undefeated with eight wins and two draws. <laughs> now that's incredible. The fact that Tottenham is on top of the Premier League right now, with the way they are, man, that's incredible. So you can't take that away from Tottenham. Now, they're followed by Arsenal and Manchester City, both who are tied with 24 points. Now, Arsenal's at 7 wins and 3 draws, while Manchester City is at 8 wins and 2 losses. So, the only two teams that have not lost so far would be Tottenham and Arsenal. Now, Liverpool is, is truly basically showing signs of their former selves. Now, Liverpool's in 4th place. So, it's good to see that Liverpool is able to basically kind of rectify and solidify themselves and redeem themselves rather than what happened last season. So it's good to see that Liverpool is actually able to do something good. So it, it's good to see that there's some some strong look. It, it, it's looking like, you know, after only 10 games so far, there's some serious competition in, in the Premier League, and I love it. I want to see Tottenham, Arsenal, Manchester City, and Liverpool. I want to see them fight it out. I only wish that the likes of Manchester United and Chelsea would join in on the competition. But the fact of the matter is, Manchester United... And Chelsea, they are not on the levels of Tottenham, Manchester City, Arsenal, and Liverpool. In other words, Manchester United and Chelsea, they are not good enough. Not good enough. And I doubt that this is going to light a fire in their bellies because honestly, nowadays, nothing does. So, <sighs> so right now, honestly, Manchester United got what they deserved. And it's up to them to do something about it. But quite frankly... They're not going to do anything about it. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Into the Net FC, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube Music, and of course, even YouTube. Won't you do me a favor? Please hit the subscribe button and please don't forget to hit the notification bell because I want to be sure that you're not going to be missing out on any exciting upcoming content. Thank you very, very much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good one and God bless.